Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We're so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your business. And that is your small business, which really matters. Small business rocks. Right, Stacy? Right on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, that was a clue who our guest is. <laughs> so hi, business rock stars. My name is Maggie Mongan, and I am your host today. I'm a tenured master business coach and growth strategist for almost 20 years now. I'm the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., which is a coaching practice specializing in guiding small businesses to optimize their business performance and leadership. And I'm all about improving the underserved small business sector. If you're a regular listener, you know that is true. And I honestly believe that small businesses are the accelerant of our economy that inadvertently I ended up founding a number one best-selling business book series for small businesses. That's sort of funny when you think about it. (laughs) (laughs) But don't worry about that. We'll share a little bit more about that later. Most importantly, this is what I want you to know. All good things do not happen when you're alone by yourself. You need to invite others to come and join you. That's where the magic is. And I did that. I invited tenured experts to join me in the authoring process. So today we have with us one of our tenured experts. Ooh, she's smiling already. A number one best-selling business author, Stacy Cott. I am so thrilled that you're here. Uh, You're here. You're here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you like my hair, Maggie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you look great too. You know, too bad everybody can't see you. <laughs> You're here. Ooh, this is my third episode today, so probably why my mouth isn't working so well. Stacy, you are a rock star when it comes to photographing people and pulling out the essence of who they really are. Now, everyone, I want you to know. I know this firsthand because Stacy has done a couple of my headshots over the years and she even makes me look good. I think that's probably what I was thinking when I said hair. <laughs> Make your hair look good too. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Stacy is a rock star and I'm so glad that you're here, Stacy. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's been a while. It's been a long while. So Stacy. The book you authored in was volume one, which was, oh, back in 2017, that release. That was our first one right out of the gate. And you did something really cool. You wrote a chapter in volume one, which, by the way, I should give everybody the name of the book, right? That would help. Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability People productivity, and finding peace in your business. Now, we shared that Stacy is an author in volume one. So all the books in our series had the same name. The difference is the color of the book. So Stacy, volume one, Sapphire Blue. Okay, because you're going to want to read her chapter when you're done listening to this. And Stacy wrote in chapter four, a, a really cool chapter that's titled Why Your Headshot maybe a turnoff, and how to turn it on. I love that. I still love that. It's so fun. I I love that too. 
<laughs> it's fun, just like you. So um, we have plenty of other episodes that Stacy has done, and we will go ahead and have the episodes listed in the show notes. So you can check that out. And I would encourage all of you listeners to go back to her first episode and listen to that and listen to them sequentially. It'll make more sense. But today we're going to do a bonus round here, right, Stacy? Right. And I, I have some questions because you, you're the queen of headshots. Well, thank you. I like that title. I'll take it. Queen of headshots. <laughs> okay. And you always talk about how a headshot is your first impression. I mean, that's, that's really what your whole chapter is about, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you break it down as to why and how to get a better headshot and the power of how we can use our headshot. So it's our first impression. Can you tell us why you think that? I know why, but listeners need to know why. (laughs) Well, think about this, Maggie. So you're thinking about getting a headshot or something from a photographer, right? So you ask some friends what photographers they might recommend to you, right? Sure. That seems natural. (laughs) So you go ahead and you Google those photographers and what do you find? Mm, All different things. Yeah. You might find a social profile a LinkedIn profile, their website. Um, but most likely you're going to end up finding a social profile on that individual. And it's maybe LinkedIn or Facebook is the most common. And then when you go there, the first thing that you're going to see is to headshot their profile picture. So in that respect, when you Google somebody, or if I'm going to Google Maggie, I'm most likely going to find her website, her LinkedIn profile. I'm going to go on there and I'm going to see her headshot. So, or lack thereof, if she doesn't have one, but I know Maggie does. <laughs> so, so when someone gets to your headshot, they're going to, you know, it, it's a first impression. It's their first little view of who you are. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, does it look like a deer in the headlights type of shot? Or do you look confident? Do you look friendly? Do you look trustworthy? And that's when it comes to thinking about what do you want people to think and feel when they see your picture? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen a headshot where you're like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes, I have. Matter of fact, um, somebody introduced me to a woman who was out on the West coast and I checked out her LinkedIn profile, just like you said, and I see a picture of her and um, read her profile. I'm like, wow, she's accomplished all that at a pretty young age. Well, guess what? I do a zoom with her and she's like at least 20 years, if not more older than what her headshot on her LinkedIn profile is, and it's screwed with my brain a lot. That that really does. That, that, that makes, uh, it's a disconnected feeling that you get then, right. About who they are. So even if you met somebody in person and then went and connected with them online and saw something different, it might change your impression of them a little bit. Like, why do they not want to show who they really are or, 
why are they using a picture that doesn't look like them? Exactly. Exactly. So I'm, I, I sat with them like, okay, but I, I kept having a problem. I wasn't able to be really present because I had this other image in my right. head of who she was. So it was like impressed upon you before you met her. And that's exactly what happens with the headshot. It forms an impression. Right. So it's very important for you to really think about what that looks like, what that image is when people get to your LinkedIn profile and to invest a little bit of money and time and effort into making that um, headshot that is an image that looks like you, expresses your personality, showcases your confidence, and then insert an extra word. What else do you need to say? If you're uh, someone who lends money, you might need to be trustworthy looking. If you're someone like me that works in kind of a fun business, like it, it could look a little fun. So there's, there's um, different things, but I always think that the biggest thing is, is it should look like you and you should look confident because ah. people don't necessarily like to work with. I mean, I don't want to work with somebody that doesn't look like they're confident about what they do. <laughs> and doesn't have a friendliness. Now, some people might, you know, I, I know I have clients who say, well, I don't want to have that friendly look because I'm, you know, I'm a little bit more of a hard ass in the way I, I work. And so in some cases, yeah, maybe you need to have a more, uh, a different kind of a look. Sure. But it, it goes back to what I've heard you say often is that a, a picture is worth a thousand words. And when you start talking about shady, it's like, yeah, how do you describe somebody look shady? You just, it's a vibe, right? Yeah. So this, this picture worth a thousand words, can you break that down a little more for us so we can understand? Because I sure hope after this, everybody's goes out and gets a headshot. <laughs> well, you know, pictures create an emotional feeling or connection with the viewer or disconnection. Yeah. Either way. But when you see a picture of somebody, it gives you a feeling about their vibe and who they are and what they're about. Okay, a headshot is just a small, small part of that, but it, it is the first impression. And then when yep. you think about the other pictures that you might be putting on your, you know, your social banners or on your website or on your marketing materials, overall, those pictures, you know, they're worth a thousand words. What kind of a message or vibe are they sending out to the viewer? What kind of a connection are they making? And the thing is, is you're not going to connect with everybody and that is totally okay. But you want to be able to connect with the people that, um, you know, people that get your vibe are the people that you want to connect with or that want to connect with you. And, you know, then you might find some other common connection business-wise to work together. Right. So, so it's so important that it emits the right message, whatever that is for us. Right. 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 Okay. So if you're like super fun, friendly and outgoing, the pictures should radiate that. Yeah, <laughs> You don't want to be showing your socks, reading a book alongside a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Right, when, right. when when you're a zipline instructor, right? <laughs> right, right. So depending upon your personality and what you do, you know, like say you're, I don't know, somebody that is, say you're very quiet and introverted. A picture of, of you would look different than a picture of you if you were this bright, bubbly, 
person. They would just have a whole different feel and environment. Oh, I think that's a, a great setup for your tagline. My tagline, living out loud. Live out loud. So what does that mean? Well, okay, I kind of made this up, right? So, (laughs) (laughs) well, don't we all? (laughs) I mean, living out loud online or even in person is expressing your personality, you know, like embracing your quirks and your weirdness and everything about you and sharing who you are with the world with stories that express your value, showcase your character and doing it with intention so that you're intending for people to learn more about you. So you're putting yourself out there, whether it's online or in person, but you're living out loud, you're showing who you are. And usually I say it's for online, but when you're in person, you're doing the same thing too. It's well, just, that makes sense. yeah, it's, it's how it's a way for you to allow people to get to know you. The real you. Yeah. Instead of this propped up facade, like, oh, I need to look this way because this is what I do. Right? Right. Okay. So I love that living out loud. We all need to do more of that. And yeah. I, I, I see um, small business owners hiding from their customers. Do you see that? Yeah, I think a lot of times people are afraid to put their image out into the world. And oftentimes it's because they don't feel confident about their image. And, you know, that's when it's time to really work on, you know, what do I want people to see? You know, sometimes you just need to maybe just do a little upgrade. Like, hey, maybe you need a new haircut, you know, get in touch with a photographer that can help you create a really nice image so that you're not afraid to put yourself out there. It does really hold people back. Uh, Most of the time when I have people come in here and either they have a really old headshot, a headshot they don't like, or they've never had a professional headshot before. Once they get it, they're so excited. They want to put it out there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because they love it, right? They love the way they look. It makes them feel good. The picture radiates their energy and, and they put it out there and they're, they're ready to share it. And it yeah. does pull people back. It really does. Sometimes people are like, I'm just waiting, waiting till I get my headshot done. And then I feel like I can get my LinkedIn profile done. And, you know, so, so yeah, people procrastinate because they don't have a good headshot. Okay. That makes sense. Do you, you know, we, we've been talking about small business owners, but I also know that you do corporate headshots, right? Yeah. Do they have the same hesitation as a small business owner does? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually the owners of the business or the, you know, whoever's, you know, says we all need headshots. They know, and they understand that everybody needs it done. But oftentimes some of the team members or employees are like, they don't want to get it done. Okay. So this hesitation is common. I just thought maybe it might be because in small business, so much of our business is us. And that, that sets us up to, um, some vulnerability. Yeah, that's true. I think there's, I think most of it's just fear of not, not looking the way they want to be seen. So our perception of ourselves, right? Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense why you're talking about living out loud. Like just, just go, go do it. Do it. Do it. People aren't as judgmental as you think. I mean, they judge you, but if you have something that, you know, as, as at least professionally done, 
and you have a little bit of personality mixed in, I mean, they're not going to judge you on like, you have a crooked nose, one eye is closed more than the other. <laughs> That's what we worry about when we get our headshots. Okay. They're going to judge you. Like if you look like a, like if you look like you're shady, like your eyes are looking off and you have a weird look on your face, they're going to judge that. But if you <laughs> look confident and friendly, or at least somewhere near that, even they're not going to look at you the way you look at you. Right. You know, Stacy, you brought up a really good point because through that, what I heard you saying, even though you were using very different words was there's a difference between a head, a professional headshot and a headshot. Right. And if you work with a professional, they're not going to let you look shady or whatever. They're, they're just not going to do that. Their job is very specific and they want you to be happy and, and put out that impression that you want. Right. Right. So, so this comes to an investment, a confidence to also invest in somebody that's going to serve you and your business. Well, right. Right. I mean, not every professional photographer is equal either. So you got to do a little research. Right. And make sure that you find, I mean, there's, you know, there's all levels of experience from the $25 headshot to the $2,500 headshot. <laughs> well, I would imagine there would be. <laughs> Peter Hurley in New York, you get your $2,500 headshot. You want to go to somebody brand new that probably has little experience or skill set to get you a good picture. You can get one for 25 to hundred bucks, but okay. you're going to spend more than that if you want a good headshot. And it's, I, I will share with everyone, it's worth it. I, um, I hesitated for a long time to update my initial headshot from when I first started business, you know, almost 20 years ago. And Stacy helped me get through that. And then <laughs> a year later, I was back in her studio doing it even better. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, I can do this now. And, and, and the second one really brought out my vibe yeah. much more than the other two had. So, you know, it, it really makes a difference. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm an author in an upcoming book, not our series, a different book. And it was headshot. It's like, oh, yeah, no problem. And I don't even think about it now. It just, it goes, you know? So um, I want to thank you for that because you do great work and uh, you have a, a very nice following of people. Your reputation is excellent. Yeah. So thanks for sharing. You're awesome with us. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap this up? Besides live it out loud, baby. <laughs> live it out loud, baby. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I do have a, an online personal branding course. If you're interested in checking that out. Okay. We can put that in the show notes. Yeah, And that's at my website. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is, is if you haven't had a new headshot in a couple of years, it's time to get one, do a little research, find a good photographer and make the investment. It's an investment in, in you and your business. And I, I will guarantee you that if you get a good headshot, you will feel good about putting it out there and it will change how people view you and you will get more connections on LinkedIn. I will, I can almost guarantee you that. <laughs> it just happens. People tell me that all the time. They get more connections once they get their professional headshot. It does just happen when yeah. they're good. So, so thank you. Well, I wish we had more time, but we don't, Stacy. 
Shucks. <laughs> Shucks. Well, it was fun. Thank you for having me, Maggie. All right. So listeners, <laughs> you, you got a snippet of her awesomeness. It may benefit you to go ahead and uh, pick up volume one and start with chapter four and read Stacy Cott's chapter, Why Your Headshot May Be a Turnoff and How to Turn It Back On Again, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, when you go to Amazon or anywhere else, again, volume one is our Sapphire Blue book. And Stacy, at the end of your chapter, you gave us a really nice opportunity to engage with you further um, to help people understand a little bit more about all of what you do. And uh, we invite all of our listeners to go check that out, don't we? Yeah, definitely. Okay. And again, that there, oh, we'll have all this in show notes for you. Um, plus there's all of the social media handles that you can uh, connect with Stacy as well. And really cool thing that we have is our free mobile app and it's called Brilliant Biz Book. So go to your app store, type in Brilliant Biz Book. You'll be able to see all of our podcasts plus all of the books and our authors. You'll have complete access to the whole slew of them. And even Stacy, well, you have something specific that's ask an expert. And Stacy's name is there. Go ahead and, and type in your question and she'll respond back. Isn't that pretty cool? Very cool. So what do you think they're going to ask you most? Oh my gosh. Put me on the spot here. Uh-huh. What do you get asked the most? What do I get asked the most? What is your process? What is your process and what is your price? Oh, okay. Well, that's cool because there's links for all that. Yeah. People want to know the process. Like, what do they have to go through to make it happen? <laughs> I, I agree with that. You know, that was my hesitancy mm -hmm. until I did the first one. And then I knew exactly what to expect for round two. So I get that. Yeah. Okay. All right. And um, I want to thank you for your time and your wisdom sharing today, Stacy. Thanks for having me, Maggie. It's a pleasure. Yeah, let's see if we can make this happen another time. Sounds Maybe we'll good. give them one more bonus round of yeah, Stacy. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds like a plan. And listeners, we really appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast, where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Shine brightly until next week. <laughs>